Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture, from music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And surprisingly, I still remember that intro. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, I am bringing back My Culture Mind. Uh, I know I haven't uh, uploaded a, an episode in about a, over a month now. I've been trying to get my life back together and whatnot. I'm not going to get into details about that. Um, I just need to do some a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of um, starting out in, in my new life, Uh Recently, I just got hired for a new job, which is uh, which is very rewarding. And there was a lot of stuff in my life that I I had to put the podcast aside. And also, <clears throat> when it comes to creativity w- within the podcast, I wanted to make things a little bit more exciting or um, a little bit more engaging. And when I meant by engaging a bit, a little bit more real in terms of the subjects, instead of just what I've noticed about my podcast is I've been utilizing like pop culture news, and and that wasn't really the original intent of the podcast. The podcast was whatever is happening in pop culture, modern culture, or something of the sort. I just wanted to discuss it instead of just finding out what is like the trending news that's going to get me a lot of viewers and I think that that's not always the case so I think that coming back to my culture mind was um I guess a little bit more healthy for me to do because I I just can't keep myself being quiet and I just want to share my thoughts and what's going on in my life. So things, this is going to be uh, the new change of the show. Um, there's some, you know, some old, cha- um, some old things going on. Uh, like, you know, for example, I am bringing back the daily episodes and that is it. We're going to bring back music Mondays, uh, ticket Tuesdays, webby Wednesdays, uh, thoughtful Thursdays and foodie Fridays, sit back Saturdays and, and super Sundays. I am bringing all of those back. Um, But the thing about it is it's not only going to be the main topic. The main topic is going, of course, it's going to be uh, the majority of the episode, but it's not going to be the entire episode. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to include sort of sort of like a diary, um, sort of like a pop culture diary of what's going on uh, in my interactions with uh, pop culture. So I just wanted to interact on that that is going to be the diary portion it's not going to be the main meat of the episode first so for example for today today is saturday uh today saturday and that is going to be the sit back saturdays and if you don't know what sit back saturday is it's all about me talking about in the world of tv it doesn't matter if it's recent or if it's uh, a throwback it's just my thoughts on a certain television show or whatever um, if I want to do create some sort of a list, maybe um, anything about TV, but I will be talking about the diary portion of this of this um, of this episode. So, but for those who are new to the podcast, thank you so much for um, listening. 
If you like this podcast, this uh, this podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And Anchor is our sponsor of this podcast. They have been so supportive of this episode. of this uh, podcast it's how i um earn earn some money i guess like and it's not a lot but um it is the main sponsor of the show and i highly recommend anyone who's um wanting to make a podcast join anchor anchor is a great way to start a podcast so without further ado let's just get into the dire the i call i would say um i call it um uh maybe the culture diary maybe um so in my life let's let's try to reiterate what's happening with me in terms of pop culture what i've noticed so far so i did listen to the new um uh super m group if you don't know who super uh, super m group uh it's it's a it's a new k-pop group that just debuted under the sm entertainment label and they're um uh, a combination of multiple groups so you have nct if you heard of them EXO and SHINee and WAVE. So I'm not going to go into too too much details of like who's in it, but that is just like, it's just like a combination. They're like the, sort of like an, an Avengers um, <laughs> sort of deal. They're like into the Avengers, but for K-pop. And the song, it felt more uh, cinematic. And I think that was the approach of the music video. The The song is called Joppin'. So it's it's a combination between jumping and popping. So they, cre- they created a new word. Um, so if you're interested in listening to some new K-pop music videos, I would suggest check that out. Um, Super M is a new group that is trying to uh, hit the American market. And that's how... Um, that's why this group was formed. Also, um, hmm, I guess I could promote the new Super Junior music video. It's called I Think I. It has a little bit of Latin flavor. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good song. So that is some, some pop culture stuff in terms of music. Uh, let me think. Um, I did watch, I finally finished The Office. I finally finished The Office, uh, during this summer. I I did watch it for a while, but I haven't finished the series, so I was familiar with the show, but I did not watch from the beginning to the end, and I can honestly say that this show, after many seasons, um, this show was something, it was a magical show, it is, you know, it is part of its time, I, I, I get it's debatable, um, but... I think the show and its jokes, um, in the earlier seasons, of course, they're a bit like you know uh, controversial. But I, I get there is heart in in the show, and a lot of people think it's um, sometimes it's not funny. But I think it's I th- I think this show was um, it was like lightning in a bottle. I really do, and I would highly recommend anyone who um, who is not afraid of getting. Um, how would say it if you're not like easily uh, easily offended person maybe like you know this like and you just like you know comedy in general i I suggest watch the show if you're very sensitive then i (laughs) the thing about comedy i think that comedy in general like people's feelings are going to get hurt because like you know humor like that especially dark humor or adult humor 
it's really hard to please everyone and i think this show is if you get it you get it so and i highly recommend this show and also i i am i am excited of the office i think it's office girls or office ladies podcast it was from um it was a it's a show uh, under uh jenna fisher and angela King, uh, is it kingsley i forgot her like i don't know if that was her last name in in the in the office or her real or her real name i forgot um but yeah they're they have they're having their own podcast so i highly suggest uh checking that out also i've been watching this show called zero one common writer zero one this is a tokusatsu tv show it's like under um it's a japanese show that's collaborative with the power rangers or super sentai series so like comment i would highly recommend watching common writer zero one i think if you love action if you love comedy but you also like a bit of seriousness and it's just so it's a it's a fun show to watch but it's also it can be a little bit philosophical about what it means to be human or what it means to be a machine it's it's a it's a really good show and finally um under my um under my pop culture diary i've been recently uh picking up on what's happening with the crisis crossover and i gotta say brandon ralph he's been my favorite superman since superman returns and i'm just so happy to see him in his crisis superman suit it's it's so badass it's so cool and i just can't wait what this crossover is going to bring and of course i saw um the trailers for the series so I'm very excited for that, um, or, um, for the upcoming seasons of the CW Arrowverse, and I'm just so excited to see what's to come. But today, this is going to be the main meat, and this is the main topic of um, of the show, or not the the episode. I'm sorry. I recently finished watching 12 seasons of The Big Bang Theory, and I watched. I started watching The Big Bang Theory a long time ago when I think I was in, I think I was in during middle school and high school. But the problem was I did not get to finish because I was so busy. Um, or actually, like like any other person, the first they started a show and they did not, and they did not uh, come back to it for some reason. That was just me. That was me. I mean, I did love the show. I had no complaints about the show whatsoever. I did not think it was. Uh, running out of things to say or do i just think that this show um at the time i was focusing on a lot of stuff that i did not get back into it but i'm finally so happy to finish this show and i can say it is basically oh my god it's so hard Uh, right now here are my top shows so far um in terms of like sitcoms you have that 70s show, The Office, Parks and Rec, and and then The Big Bang Theory. And I'm I may be missing some other shows, but I gotta say The Big Bang Theory has been such um, a funny and emotional ride for me because the it really made me it made me feel like I was there in some sort of sense um 
like for example i used to um go to university i graduated uh not too long ago and i kind of miss um being at a university and then working on uh working at caltech i just i miss i miss going back to school and just being into uh, being an intellectual and i think this show inspired me to maybe to think about um getting a master's degree or aiming for some higher uh, something within higher education so this show did made me think of what can happen to me but also this show is very funny this show is very funny i don't think it lost its sense of humor um i do think the earlier seasons were like a lot funnier um but of course whenever there's a show um, there's humor and also there comes a uh, development and maturity and this show has a lot of development i i'm just like i can go uh, on and on about the development of this series but i'm, I'm just gonna go pretty short um so i'm just gonna talk about each um character's development so if you have leonard who has been the um one of the main stars of the show uh, Leonard has been very a very nervous person that did not have a lot of confidence uh, in him in himself. He did not know how to like ask women, but over time he developed a sense of confidence. He did grow up with a um, pretty um, uh, neglectful um, mother who's been doing experiments on him. I, I hope I'm using the, the term neglect right, but she has been pretty cold to him. And I remembered an episode where he finally forgives his mother, even though she's probably never going to James. And that is very controversial to a lot of people who's been under abusive parents or parents that just don't acknowledge their child. And that is really hard to forgive someone. And to see him growing with so much confidence and becoming the man he is at the end of the show has been such an inspiring... Uh, seem to watch so the development of this character from like being very scared and very pleasing to others to knowing what he wants and he can be annoying at times because of his constant um sorry for my language bitching um but that's part of his character and he grew up to be uh, uh very uh, he can be funny at times and also very relatable. And I think to me, I think Leonard Hofstadter has been a character that I really relate to. And and I'm just gonna go down the list, of course. Um, you have Sheldon. Oh my God, Sheldon Cooper has been such a character that you never knew that he would get a girlfriend or get married or you know. I mean, like it, it was obvious. But spoiler alert um, uh, for those who did not watch the show. Uh, he did win the Nobel Prize, and that was something obvious, but, but his character alone, like, you know, caring about his friends, caring about his family, it's, he doesn't show that much in the beginning of the show, like, it's part of, like, he did change over time, and that is the great development of the show, probably, it's weird that his name, uh, Jim Parsons' name is, like, second, while Johnny Galecki is first, but but I, he is the true like he is the embodiment of 
the Big Bang Theory. Like, as much as much as like you know, he has supportive cast. We have this you know amazing cast. He he really brings out like you know what the Big Bang Theory was all about. Um, about geekiness, but also the importance of friendship and all that stuff. So Sheldon Cooper has been one of my favorite characters um, of all time, including Dwight Schrute. So Dwight Schrute has been uh, one of my favorite characters. Another one, Penny. Penny Hofstadter. Um, We did not know her last name, and I think that's the greatest mystery uh, of all, just to keep it. I love how this show ended with more open questions for viewers to come up but penny has been a character where i've seen her grow from like you know she didn't she wanted to be an actress but at the same time i always say at the same time it's it's very annoying when when you start to acknowledge it so i'm very sorry about that so penny she has been a character that did not really think that science was cool or anything nerdy or geeky it was like cool and then you see her develop into this world of science geek uh, geekiness or nerdiness whatever you want to call it and she just grew fond with these uh, with these guys and she met her uh, she met her best friends if it wasn't for the guys they won't get married or sorry I will talk about the other characters as well, but her character has grown so much to the point like she did quick acting and she became a pharmaceuticals rep, which is um, from a from a from a character that did not have a college experience. I mean, like I'm not saying she didn't have any, but not a lot of college experiences. And then she finally, you know, went to the top and earned she she earned it, even though she is not that happy with her job she earned like to the top and she gained more money than she could ever imagine which is very rewarding to see and yeah it's it's very satisfying to see uh going down the list um we have howard wallowitz howard wallowitz he is the craziest uh character that i've seen um that has huge development the guy who always just wants to have sex all the time. He's like sex crazy. Like, you know, he wanted to get, um, he wanted to, to be with as many girls as he can, or he's just that desperate to, uh, a family man. He's a father. He became an astronaut. Like he finally proved himself that he, that he can change. And he had a great change as well. So, I mean, a little bit of his humor is still there because that's what makes him, like, you know, that's the greatest qualities about Howard Wallowitz. But his character grew from very creepy to sort of creepy, but also mature. <laughs> he did he did mature over time as a father, as a husband, and an astronaut. And it's, it's very rewarding to see that in characters. Another character is Raj Kuthurpali, um, from a guy who cannot talk to women, and from a, um, and the only Indian guy, uh, part of the main cast. He didn't, he didn't feel like a foreigner, he, he felt like just one of the guys, and to see, to see that, and to see his development from, like, 
um, can't talk to women, but he needed alcohol so he can talk to women, to not needing alcohol and talk to women. That has been like a, a huge development. And also his confidence um, in women uh, did develop over time. Yeah, he had a lot of, he had a lot of mishaps uh, within women. And he was so desperate to find a wife and or girlfriend um and at the end of the show spoiler alert he did not get married he did not have any kids and he just ended up with sarah michelle geller from buffy the vampire but that was just like one night um and i don't know how she got in there but whatever i mean she's married (laughs) um but but for raj i think he could um I, I do see himself being happy with the woman he loves, but the uh, but the thing is, like, we never really get to see that. But he accepted the fact that he doesn't need um, to find a wife so soon. Like, you know, he has many chances of meeting someone special. We don't know who that woman is because we had so much, we had so many, so many female characters that became his girlfriend at you know at certain moments, but he. But that was the point of his character. He did not need, like, a main girl. It's more of him to find that person on his own. But uh, but also... How would I would say it? Like, he's not desperate. He just needs to feel more confident in himself and be more comfortable with uh, how he acts around women. And I think that he will end up with someone special. We just don't know that yet. And... Do I like how this ended? And to be honest, I think I did. Because because it gives us hope that he can do it. Instead of, oh, he did not, um, he failed miserably. He did not get any girlfriend. But that's the whole point. He needs to find what makes him happy besides finding a woman. He needs to find himself what makes him happy. And he and again, he got a job at the uh, Griffith, Griffith Observatory, which is in L.A., um, at the planetarium and he's just discussing how he just gives um speeches about the stars and that's very exciting so let's go to the other two characters you have um you have bernadette uh uh rostin i forgot how to say her last name but she is the wife of howard she she has been a character that's been very quiet to the point where to the point where she finally grew more confident in herself or she's sharing more of her showing more of herself as being pretty loud pretty bossy but she also has her sweet moments that she does care for her husband uh i think she may i feel like her development as a character um is probably like the weakest for me but i'm not saying she's a bad character i think she i think seeing a uh, a person that has been so bossy i'm not saying bitchy i think that there's a difference but bossy i think uh to the point you did feel sorry for howard a bit but at the same time you you can tell that she has moments where she does care about howard and i think I think the actress, she played her very well. And it just goes to show that she did not want, she did not, 
she wasn't ready to have kids. And yeah, she had she she bare t- uh, two children. That has been like you know like one of the biggest growth so far is be- uh, becoming a mom. When she becomes a mom, um, she became like a sort of like a superwoman thing. I know that's a very um, controversial uh, topic when it comes to women doing everything, but she is making Howard trying to be more independent because Howard, of course, he lived with his mom all his life and then when she died i think that was a big turning point that he has to become a father and he has to make a life for his own and he has to grow up so i think um bernadette has been his rock and becoming the person he was meant to be and i I don't think he would accomplish so many things if it wasn't the support of the of bernadette and i think that she has been a great um asset to the cast or to the um to the group because she brings that feist feist feistiness that it was missing in the show and i like that uh, lastly we ta- we have amy farrah fowler who is sheldon's wife um she went from very stiff and um and emotionless kind of like sheldon to the and then she's gradually showed more of herself that that she is a very intelligent woman, but also she has needs as well. She she is slowly becoming more confident in herself, and she the fact that both of them won the Nobel Prize has been the greatest development of her character. Um, from desperately wanting a boy to winning the Nobel Prize, it's been such a it's been a, such a ride to see her character be taking charge and. But also empathetic, but also very funny. I, I think she's one of the fun. She's one of the funnier uh, female uh, characters of this show because she is not the typical female uh, character that um, many. Because usually, um, there's always that beautiful um, main character, and she. Um, some people might uh, argue that she's not the best looking, but she. She proved to be confident no matter what she what she looked like and how, and she just proved her attractiveness. That's how Sheldon got to her. She he saw her as beautiful no matter whatever she looked, and that is, I think that is one of the great developments of her of her character. Um, well, actually, not the the greatest uh, development. I think it's more of like her becoming more confident confident in herself. She has been like, you know, an awkward she wasn't a social butterfly. She was really awkward with a lot of people and then she finally had best friends and I think that was she developed like her own family and that is like I think a lot of people like me um wanting to have in terms of like you know amongst friends. So I'm uh that did make me uh, relate to the character because I developed like you know such great friends so yeah that is like the development of the show I'm not recapping what what this entire series has been all about but I will say it has it has been the most uh, enjoyable ride of um tv um of binge watching uh it's 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 a pretty easy binge it's not that bad, especially for 12 seasons, because each episode is like 20 minutes or so, and it goes by pretty quick. That you feel like, oh, 
oh, the episode's over, I want to watch more. I think that's a lot of shows, but I think the comedy and the story, it went from, like, it went from, like, just geeky adventures to something developing a little bit more, and every time I finish, like, a cliffhanger, I just wanted to watch the next season very fast, so this show has been a lot of fun, and it really relates to my life. I love, there's a lot of pop culture, and I think if you love pop culture, you're going to love this show, especially, like, geekiness, like, if you love Star Trek, if you love Star Wars, if you love Harry Potter, if you love all that stuff, I think this, uh, the Big Bang Theory, the reason why the Big Bang Theory has been, um, like, one of the number one shows, uh, uh, sitcoms in the world is because of the pop culture references and how it's still relatable to a lot of people. If you love music, if you love movies, if you love science, if you love math, if you love liberal arts or something, there's, I think there's something for everyone in this show. It's, it's a diverse, um, I'm, when I meant by diverse, I meant by themes, because there's a lot to touch upon. There's a bit of uh, drama going on, but the comedy is just, you know, subpar. I think the fact that it's the same guy who created the um, Two and a Half Men. I, I, I like Two and a Half Men. I didn't finish it, but but the fact that um, this show exists uh, is a it's a great gift to to society who loves pop culture, nerdy stuff, and it's it feels so relatable. That's why even the uh, even a guy as smart as Sheldon Cooper can be excited for Comic Con, and yeah, it's like I can see myself like you know they're like the underdogs that's getting you know the girl or getting what they want, getting confidence and knowing what they want. It's just it's just a, such a beautiful show. That's how I, I would describe it. It's a beautiful, fun, intelligent, um, quirky show. And uh, I highly recommend it to anyone. If you really want an, uh, a fun binge, um, yeah, I highly recommend The Big Bang Theory. Anyways, that is it for Sit Back Saturday. And that is it for um, the return of my uh, my culture mind. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever medium you're listening this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot and it really helps a lot. And until next time, so long, farewell, take care, bye-bye.